says the move will also free him up to donate shares to charity without giving up company control. If you believe strongly that this founder is a great executive, then uh, this isn't a big deal for you. Mark Mahaney is an internet analyst with RBC Capital Markets. However, if you want to be careful and not want to make a 10 to 20 year bet on what can happen to founders and how their, uh, their interests and their skills can change over time, then this is something of a negative development for you. Lots of shareholders may not exercise their voting rights anyway, especially when the company's doing well. But Rui Albuquerque with Boston College says it's when things aren't going well that shareholders need a voice. In bad times, we've seen lots of instances where, where outside shareholders require companies to do things, either to pay out uh, dividends or don't do a merger or change compensation policies of management or you know they'll try to put pressure in some ways to change corporate policies. The plan has to be approved by Facebook's shareholders in June, but we can probably guess how that vote will go. I'm Tracy Samuelson for Marketplace. Volkswagen wants the U.S. to know it's really sorry. The head of the car company says he apologized to President Obama this week for rigged emissions tests. VW has set aside $18 billion to cover lawsuits and vehicle fixes, but says those costs could grow. Even so, the car company thinks it'll be able to cover its bill without selling any of its assets. Volkswagen shares are off 20 percent since the scandal blew up, but edged up more than 2 percent today. On Wall Street more broadly, a whole lot of long faces. We'll have the details when we do the numbers. Puerto Rico is in a tough spot. The country sold billions of dollars in bonds to balance its budget. And at the end of this week, the island needs to make $422 million in interest payments on those bonds. But the government, it says it just doesn't have the money to do it. Marketplace's Andy Euler spent a week on the island to get a sense of what the debt crisis looks like and how we got here. The issue isn't that Puerto Rico's in debt. Virtually every governmental body borrows money by selling bonds. Bonds are basically IOUs. There's a contract that says how much interest will be paid for how many years. And there's a big market for them, especially Puerto Rican bonds. The issue is why investment firms, hedge funds, and banks kept buying them. Kent Hughes is a public policy fellow at the Wilson Center. I think you look back at our recent experience with subprime mortgages. You have incentives to sell them. You have people who are running mutual funds who have to try to beat the market. That's their incentive, or certainly to have a decent return. And sometimes that clouds people's judgment as to what they're actually buying. One way to beat the market was to buy Puerto Rico bonds that paid 8% interest and were also tax-free. The problem is that Puerto Rico can't pay the interest. And that wasn't a secret. Puerto Rico's economy has been faltering for at least 10 years. Didn't these fund managers know the island was likely to default? Well, the answer was they intuitively knew that might happen, but greed is a big driver. Marilyn Cohen is CEO of Envision Capital Management. She says the Puerto Rican government knew what it was doing. Last year, when they uh, when they issued the uh, their long term general obligation bonds and said this is going to be enough to uh, to keep us going, you know that was a big lie. But um, all of the uh, hedge funds thought, well, they're going to get in while the getting is good, and then they'll just get out when uh, when things turn sour. 
Puerto Rico essentially can't make a minimum payment on its credit card, and it's applied for a lot of cards. Puerto Rican Senator Ramon Luis Nieves says the government has spent recklessly for at least 20 years, but he says the system enabled the island to keep borrowing. Last time Puerto Rico sold bonds, it sold $3.5 billion worth. Orders for the bonds were almost five times that. With the help of our good friends from the rating agencies, which did not have any problems with Puerto Rico's borrowing, by 2013, we were on the verge of insolvency, which is the moment that we are right now. Between now and July, Puerto Rico owes about $3 billion in debt payments that it can't make. A lot of that debt is owned by institutions who are trying to make a killing. Many of those, often called vulture funds, bought in for pennies on the dollar late in the game. Now they want to be made whole. But the biggest losers in this are Puerto Ricans. The island's government promoted funds that only Puerto Ricans who live on the island could invest in.